You are listening to The Leak with Rachel Fogletto. And Kat Mosley. Yo. Oh, man. Strap yourselves in. We got, we're doing a two-part because yeah. we went long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so much no, good shit. pun intended. Split in two. We had Mike Logan as our guest. The, the, the man be, literally behind the podcast, like, in terms of, like, where he's positioned most of the <laughs> yeah. time. I feel like singing finally right now. But, yes. Yeah, yes. Finally. Finally works. Finally. finally. What's up, everybody? Hey, this is... I'm so giddy. I'm so giddy. Special Daylight (laughs) Savings Time edition. We are finally... Finally. Finally, officially... Uh, a long time coming. ...have guest... Yeah. Mike Logan. Hey, what's up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to the Mike Logan Podcast. I'm super hungover. I ate a bunch of pancakes at four in the morning. Was it it four in the morning? It was was three... It was... It was between the hours of one and four, <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure what time it was the entire time it was happening. <laughs> Nobody knew, knew what time. I still don't know what time it is. Because our clock says three, but I think it's four. It's quarter right after four. This, yeah, I didn't change that. Oh, I hate this, daylight savings. This sneaker right here. Y'all, I want to just tell the people, because I know we have some people listening who don't know Mike Logan. Which is fantastic. How do we <laughs> help these people understand you, man? How do we help them? Um... I'm uh, I'm one of the good ones apparently. <laughs> um, which I don't like like I don't like that. I, I hate that. But I think it's I also think it's funny. But you know that my way of saying it yeah, is no, definitely it. more nuanced, yeah. man. But it, like you shine in your whiteness. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm tired of this I love video games and mayonnaise. <laughs> I love both of those things. You over here making you making some flavorful ass chicken too. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is just I um I um I what the fuck is the word for it? I um, I can't. I can't. Was it Julianne? Perhaps? No, no, Sorry. no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even know. I, uh, what is Julianne? I don't even. That's a person. Come on. No, it's not when you um, cut it up a certain. Yeah, time. I think it's, it's like a slice. it's like is is that when you chop it fast? Oh, it's the. I don't know. Version. I could be making that. up. Anyway, I'm making some. I'm making some fake Asian chicken. Oh, nice. It's just it's just chicken and, and teriyaki sauce. Oh, I love What the hell's a word appropriate? Damn it. Oh, oh there yeah. You go. There you go. Well, that's what I do with the coffee with the cinnamon. That's appropriation. It is. That's a, actually, appropriation is one of my least favorite things that we've ever talked about, that we've ever invented as like a, as, as, as a modern woke society. Um, and not, no, not because of that, because I think that the idea that you're appropriating something is just stupid. Because all culture is just kind of a, a it, it's, it's a, it's kind of like a funnel into the place that you are right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, just because I want to put cinnamon in my coffee doesn't mean we've appropriated the cinnamon in the coffee. Wait, is the cinnamon for black people? I don't know. No, uh, I, I got it from... <laughs> no, no. I, I believe it's, the rules it's Mexican because, I le- like, I learned that when I would go to the Taqueria Veracruzana on 9th and Washington, great fucking food um, if you live in South Philly. And I remember, like, years ago, they were like, oh, yeah, but it's Mexican coffee. Do you care? And, I, and they're like, there was cinnamon in it. I'm like, no, that sounds great. Yeah. And then ever since then, that's what I do. So I would just joke that I appropriated it from Mexicans. That's cool. That's very different. So I I don't know if I've said it on here. So when some, I have a difficult time watching Ken Jeong do comedy because Ken Jeong gets heavy laughs on black behavior. Like, I'm not so familiar Ken, with... with- Ken, Ken, Ken Jong is a male Asian comic. Jong is spelled J E O N. Is he the one that's also a doctor? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes, yeah. and Netflix has been bumping his special You Complete mm-hmm. Me Ho, which is also an interesting... Ah. It's his, that's his wife's name, yeah. but the punch is the appropriation. And Ken Jong makes a lot of money on it. He has a ton of black friends, but my difficulty is your character is your cloaking. Also, the United States has, like, a history of, like, like the jazz singer is about a Jewish man's journey to whiteness through putting on blackface and singing jazz. And then he was part of society. This is a problem. That's why I'm like, the rules are different for black people. I don't know how Mexicans feel about cinema, and I can't speak for them. If they want us to stop, I'll think... I can't either. (laughs) I think there's a different... And I joke about that tongue-in-cheek, like, personally, although now I just sit on the podcast, so, Mm. you know. Mm. Uh, But... I think there's a difference between, like, if you're cooking different cuisines, like, for yourself or your friends, like, whatever. But if you were to, like, start an Asian restaurant, Logan, oh my God. that would be, to me, I feel Nature's like that would be done. appropriation. Yeah, but you know like, what I'm saying? Here's my thing, is you can love, why can't I just love Asian food you can you love and it. business? Yeah, you can love both. And why can't I make it, like, like, there was a... What if you hired... Asian people to make it, and then you would still profit off of owning the business. Okay, you would hire them to be like, okay, but also making money. That, so that's you know so that's not appropriation. I don't know because I don't know. Because now that business. sounds now that sounds like a bunch of shit that I did to specifically make it not appropriation. When it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and also, you got to do the shit. And also, like because appropriation is the baseline. Yeah, you're that's probably right. Sorry. Yeah, it probably is the same. In our society, the automatic is stealing. That's what our society is built on, stealing. And so the thing we make the effort toward is not rationalizing because we love something, but seeking justice in how we express our love for something. So you're going to have better access to the resources to make the money than the people from whom the flavor comes. So you are responsible for doing the flavor well. And then it's up to you whether you want to shift out of appropriation gear because that's society's default in America into something else. You are free to choose how you interact, but at least do the food well. (laughs) (laughs) And recognize that you probably... In Mount Airy, somebody opened a pho house and they did it poorly. And people wrote on Yelp about... They were like, yo, there's this hippie-ass looking dude taking 45 minutes to put some shit in like a fucking rice cooker and give me some whack ass soup and people were like just because someone's Vietnamese grandmother isn't in there cooking and I'm like you missed the point right they're doing the it food poorly <laughs> not even like, and not even and, and it's it's not even just that the food is bad the yeah. food is bad and you're trying to fucking yeah. with, your, with your fucking white yeah. dreadlock boy like yeah. get out of here you don't have like, to this be is doing just, this yeah, poorly you, yeah you do granola move, move back in with your mom's basement <laughs> like put the rice cooker in the Love corner and figure some shit out I don't know <laughs> so I think the way I look at it, cultural appropriation is like if somebody tells me something is fucked up to do like a, or for whatever not even fucked up but like you know like take white people with dreads and they're just like it's appropriation <laughs> And it's like, to me, for here's the thing. If you're going to do it, then you're doing it. Yeah. And it's whatever. It's like, but make the, it's sort of like when somebody says this is offensive or hurtful to me. It's like, you can't tell somebody it's not. So I guess like if somebody mm-hmm. says this is appropriation, you can't say it's not. Just accept the fact that you're doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and like Kat said, at least do it 
Well. well, I don't know how you do white dreads well, but I, I mean, like, it's yeah, still I too, but I'm gonna be impressed. Oh. Do that. Hold <laughs> on, let's 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 talk about the white dreads thing because <laughs> because um, there was a video a long time ago of a black girl, um, um, in like high school or something, like yelling at a white boy who had dreads that he was appropriating the dreadlocks, mm-hmm. and his response was, well, no, because Anglo-Saxons in Ireland and, and Britain and, and the Vikings and things the Viking. also had dreadlocks. Yeah. So, like, I'm not really... Like, I mean, yeah. this is also part yeah. of my lineage as well, so... I'm of two minds. You and saw I, like, it on and, and, But is that you why you're right. wearing Is that the look <laughs> you're going for? I mean, or are you maybe, going for that was more, not, yeah. man, that, You, you, you but, saw I mean, that look before Game of Thrones and shit, man. You... Fucking, you saw it on Bob, and you liked it on yeah. Bob. It's so funny, because and I had that in my head. Like, this dude probably, like, he yeah. probably found a blunt with like a that's picture of Bob he, Marley. That's why I think the American he, problem is reasoning around the truth. Like, Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that exists, and you about some bullshit. Yeah, are you walking around <laughs> yeah. like, in your fight? That is true, but you're still wrong. And Vikings were probably really dirty and smelly because mm-hmm. they were just mm-hmm. like murdering and it was sick. Mm-hmm. It was a good time to wipe your mm-hmm. And I yeah. doubt that. I think that's where we formed. peaked. But the Vikings weren't sitting in palm rolling that shit. That's some Negroid shit. You have formed locks because of Bob Marley. <laughs> I think American, yeah, I don't, American I don't know the answer to that question. You yeah, think they I, were palm rolling. I, I don't know because that's if that I was that sort of I thing is like roll blood into my life. if I was on some murderous. I shit? think they did yeah. do stuff like put blood on their face. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. Yeah. Well, the Vikings were fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. they were yeah. super. I mean, well, I think the other thing about the like hair in general is that like a black person would be told that's an inappropriate hairstyle, mm-hmm. like at work or mm-hmm. something like that. Oh right, and then, yeah, definitely. And, and then, then like some white people are just like, like, "This is this is fun. This looks cool. This is fun. Like, oh, you're expressing yourself. Ha 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 ha. Sure, I'm alternative. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm alternative. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there news about hair, that dude. people don't have to let you have dreadlocks on a job? And I will say this. Because I'm maybe because I'm when I when I hear that I picture a black person with dreadlocks, but I I, I recognize that it also gives black people power not to hire a white person with dreadlocks. Like you finally get to tell. How's it feel? I just want you to know that uh, there were a lot of other applicants, and you are extremely qualified for this job. Uh, but uh, fuck you. <laughs> Bye, Connor. Take your fucking rice cooker, get back in the basement, figure out how to make a bowl of hot soup. Yeah. Did you ever make a soup and it doesn't end up like soup? It's just a bowl of hot, wet food. Mm -hmm. And it's the most depressing thing. We've gotten so good at making food, it's become a problem. Yeah. And yeah. a, a lot of stress in my life is coming from this right now. I'm I'm listening. Wait, let me sip my coffee. Which is just I had to make the I had to like sit down and sit say to myself I can't eat potato chips anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to quit potato chips. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like I had to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. That made sense. Mm-hmm. That causes mm-hmm. like lung mm-hmm. cancer in mm-hmm. twenty years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to quit potato chips mm-hmm. because I couldn't not eat potato mm-hmm. chips mm-hmm. because they're specifically designed. I just read a whole book about it, so it's like still all up in my brain. Mm-hmm. It's they're specifically designed to be amazing in your mouth mm-hmm. and to make you eat the whole bag mm-hmm. and then go, well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guess I'll eat another bag. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, there's no, you can't eat, like, you ever get, like, like a little bag and it's got three servings in it and you you look at that and you're like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's a whole day. You just reminded me, because some places sell funnel cake and I don't trust mm. a place that sells funnel cake outside of an amusement park. Or like, I mean, I don't trust the amusement park one either. <laughs> yeah, that's a sure thing. It's a boardwalk yeah. thing. It's, it's where, 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 where did you, you get funnel cake? cake? What address? What is the address? I'm in Mount Airy. It's Mount Airy again. Mount Airy just be selling shit out of context. They appropriated shooby culture. There's a Chinese a Chinese restaurant that does it. Shuby. And and uh, and a pizza restaurant. I, I mean I guess you could because all it is is just it's just dough and then it's deep fried and you, you have, have a fryer all so the I mean. elements except the correct environment. Yeah, it is weird. Actually, the idea of eating funnel cake in Philadelphia yeah, fucks yeah. me up a little bit. I'm like, this is Why weird. Why straight up fried dough when I can get fried chicken? It don't make sense. Like, the, everything else is there. It's like, because you eat it quick and you're protecting it from seagulls that will, like, yeah. 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 from you. They fast. It's a, really, it's a, it's a different yeah, kind of family experience. Yeah. 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 I've watched yeah. seagulls, like, steal food from, like, a child. Yeah. They don't, they don't discriminate. Yeah, they don't, they don't know. Fuck these oh, I think they do know. I think they know that they're weaker. Their hands aren't as strong. They hold on to cling on to it. They do it. They do that shit on purpose. And they probably don't have guns. The children probably. I mean, well, I Wildwood maybe. They might have knives. Yeah. The toddlers maybe armed with knives in Wildwood. I mean, you got to protect yourself out in these out in these streets. Yo, yeah, if I saw a toddler stab a seagull to like save. Like their food, I would fucking lose my shit. I would yeah. not say a word. Yeah, I would let that toddler be. I feel like you know what about the planet. That no, that would be evolution. Yeah. You gotta protect your food. Yeah, you know that yeah. is that is uh, a, a perfect <laughs> metaphor for what is happening to the entire planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a little baby with a knife just stabbing a seagull because it can't have its third ice cream cone. <laughs> But adapt is what I'm saying. I'm saying adapt. Right. That, yeah. At, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. We're in so much trouble, guys. Yeah. That wasn't. That might have been inappropriate. Listen. It's not I'm not a, saying just run up on birds and stuff. No. You don't, no. No, we're not saying attack birds. But don't start and I won't be now. Right. But if birds would just be over there. Do that. And we could be over here. This baby's not going to finish this point. Just wait. Yeah, just wait till he's done. He's going to drop it. Then you can pick it up. Mm-hmm. He's going to drop it and cry. Mm-hmm. And then it's all yours. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to buy mm-hmm. him another one. Be patient, and you know the game, bird. This is not your first summer. You know how long do they live? This isn't their first. Yeah, I don't summer, know. Right? I've seen some old ass seagulls yeah. look like they've been around for a while. I have not. Like they could tell you stories. Of all the nature documentaries I know, I've watched. Um, believe it or not, they've never done one on seagulls. That's kind of discriminatory. That's oh. why they're mad. No <laughs> one. <laughs> 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 Us. We don't see ourselves on TV. Oh man, respect seagulls. Oh, <laughs> okay. This just became a different conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. Yeah, yeah. empathy. Well, folks. they're like the pigeons of the shore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same. Like people talk about pigeons like they're like straight garbage. I'm like, yo, man, it's just a bird. Like, leave yeah. it alone. They're just trying to live. It's like they a... clean up the shit you drop on the ground. Right. Like pigeons are actually like dope. Like, let's leave pigeons alone. The pigeons down here are not aggressive. I, but my early experiences with pigeons uh-huh. in New York were very aggressive. They were, but not nah, down here. They're pretty mm-hmm. chill. Yeah, they just wait. They'll yeah. like. Yeah, around for you, to you can yeah. walk between them and around them, and they won't fuck yeah, it. They're just like chill. they do that thing where like they look at you at the corner. They don't of the get out of the way, like, but they don't yeah. come at you. They're not like geese. I've had bad experiences with yeah, geese. Yeah, fuck okay. geese. I think we yeah. can all agree, fuck geese. Yeah, fuck Every time geese. I see geese, I tell geese, fuck geese. I see a lot of geese. 
because oh yeah no I curse them out and people probably think I'm crazy I've seen geese and curse them out before I give a fuck I hate geese I will fight any geese their shits are too big and they're everywhere Shits are too big. They're too green. They're too oily. Yeah, what is that? Don't step in it. You're gonna slip and fall. It's I think bullshit. That's disrespectful. They shit big enough to learn to shit someplace else. Oh yeah, yeah. and they know. They know. What they know. Doing. Well, that's it. It's definitely yeah. a a uh, sort of territory thing where they're like, we're gonna poop yeah. here so that those people don't come yeah. back to here. Like we don't like walking in our own shit, but we will. We will yeah, to keep people he's our out. Patty. Yeah. He's our patty. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send those humans a picture of a pair of shoes that aren't his and be like, hey, are these yours? Oh no! <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Must have been the other human that comes around here every once in a while. Damn! Whew. Respect, y'all. I'm having fun and learning. Yeah, what else you guys want to talk so about? So, Logan, let's, you're, let's talk about your, your history, if you don't mind yeah, bringing it up. Oh, right, right. So there's that we talked about uh, how nobody know knows who I am. Uh, anymore. No, just I used to be. I used to be super famous. Yeah, yeah, and, and nobody can argue with that. <laughs> and I was extremely successful in Philadelphia, uh, which I don't know if you guys know this doesn't mean anything. Um, and everybody at the time was extremely successful in Philadelphia. Yeah, um, everybody who tried comedy was like really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I, I don't think I've ever seen a, a bad comic in Philadelphia. Not a one. <laughs> Nope. Now, I met you on my first uh, Philly's Funny. No, 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 no. We were on that together, but I had met you like a year or two before that. There, it got to a point where I stopped doing Philly's Funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would go around like, yeah. Yeah. I'm still I doing comedy sometimes when my Yeah, Wankers yeah. was, uh, and it was always like, Wankers was when I started to kind of fall out of it, and it was part of the reason was because. It was getting older, but it was also because, like, it started at, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It started late, and, like, that was kind of, like, when life started to take, like, its weird toll of just, like, I'm tired all the time. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't keep doing this and be sad about it all the time. Mm. And that was the biggest thing, is that I'm putting, I started realizing how much time I was putting into stand-up and how much, literally, I was just, like, not getting out of it. Mm. Because it was, every night, two to three hours to do a five-minute set mm. to f- fucking, to not... To just wake up and do it again, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there was no there was no progression. Like, I had done everything in Philly, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing I had left, really, was to, I guess, start hosting or featuring. And, like, I never really liked the, the process of that. Like, why am I doing this thing where I have to go and show face at this place where my face has been a million times for you, for free? Here's the thing. A lot of people... Now, a lot of people feel... That frustration, though, about everything. Like, it's like, I go out, I spend all this time, nothing comes of it. Um, You see other people, like, getting stuff that I'm not getting. Right. But what, but it's like, they, well, to varying levels, they were doing that. Right. That shit, too. Right. Well, then there's also, there's also people that, I can think of three people in my, in my brain, uh, that, uh, three funny, tall white men, uh, Mm. that would just, that just showed up. Mm-hmm. And then just instead of having to audition and instead of mm-hmm. having to go through the regular ranks of, of um, go in, show your face, get to know everybody, smooze, 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 they just showed up and mm-hmm. then suddenly they were getting all the primo spots at open mics and then suddenly they were hosting. This is why you're such a great white man. And like, it's this not... This is why. And, but, so here's the thing, is that 
Because you're talking about not, what brains they're not, are doing. This they're is, not not funny. They're actually they're, yeah, they're yeah, the funniest yep. people I've ever met. They are funnier than me. Yeah. They're funnier than everybody else. Not everybody else, but they are of a of a caliber that is a, a little bit of a lot of it better than most of us. But the but then suddenly you just you just you're just here now. You're just top, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. not. You, you know, and then you want to turn around and like look at us and be like, "Oh, well, shit! You, you pay your dues, man." And it's like, um, I don't like this anymore. This isn't fun anymore. This is not because like if there's this there's like this set out path that you're supposed to follow, and yeah. then you meet somebody who just didn't follow that. Mm-hmm. Bo Burnham is a great example of that. You guys know who Bo Burnham is? Mm-mm. He's a he was an internet YouTube comedian. That he was like a sixteen year old cute white boy, super funny. Um, he could rap really well, and he would make all these songs on a synthesizer, uh-huh. but he was cute <coughs> and funny and white. Well, I guess the last part might not matter that much, but it was cute and he was funny. Probably. Pro- probably, because then everybody likes him. There's there's no not liking him. Like, there's no... What, what are they going to do? Call him a nerd? We're all to like that. It's in the... Yeah, like, like, what are you, like there's no... Well, this is proven about brains in America. This is how they respond, and this is the game we're playing. And this is part of why I say you're such a wonderful white man, because you're white, and you see it, and you also see how opportunities are sometimes shifted, like, among white men, and you can see what part of the appeal is in that. Yes, the talent is there, but the ethics are different as they're being applied to, like, different Yeah, people. it's just like, oh, you're, you are what we're looking for right now, so we'll just pull you out of the rotation yeah, yeah. and put you up here. And then you... And and then additionally, you you say things like like uh, he he's he's like hey, is he is he like better than me like is it is it am I not as good as that yeah and then you turn around and you're like oh I I can't I I mm-hmm. can't really complain about that mm-hmm. because like I look exactly like that guy so like mm-hmm. at any moment he could move to another place and then I could just be You don't elevated. look exactly like him. If we had a shoulders up shot of you and we told people that you were 6'4", you would look exactly like him. But in their brains, you standing beside that person, you don't look exactly like him. We're taught to rank. And we're right. going to rank you beneath him. Right. In our brains, there's unconscious bias research and I'm probably not doing it justice, but this is that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's um, and it's probably a leftover of the alpha male thing mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. pack leader, mm-hmm. um, matriarch or whatever. Just the mm-hmm. a, the apex person that in, in our pack. It. It's <laughs> like, well, I can either fight him or be alive. Yeah. So I'm just gonna let that guy do his thing for right now, I guess, and then yeah. maybe he'll die, and then maybe it'll be my turn. Yeah. 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 Sorry. That. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a thing that we don't even think about. Because human, human, like, our consciousness and our interactions and all of our things, they never changed from that. They just got a lot of stuff put on top of them. Exactly. So where we are now in the free world is that big dude probably can't fight. Why? Because he never has to fight. Only in prison does that big dude have to fight where survival is that real. Right. But in our world out here... That big dude gets clout because our brains are conditioned to give it to him. Right. Like, you just... So, he might be weak. <laughs> yeah, but... All, okay. I should have fought that nigga. But, uh, but also, 
I'm not going to fight anybody. Right. Also, we should, probably shouldn't be fighting. Let's just not fight. Let's just not like. I don't want to go. To, I don't want to go to come, become like. I don't want to fight somebody because like, I got bumped right. in an okay. open mic. Like, Thank that's, you. To be clear, the goal is not to fight. Right. Like, but, I think, but, but it inherently create. But that's the thing. So like stand up. I, you hit the nail on the head. Is like even like so many times. Like especially during a time of like shifting and like getting more diversity when it was when because I feel like yeah. when I started oh man I got a story about comedy local instructional theater that will fucking just... <laughs> 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 oh my god I just scared that Duffy. you just come a oh so like but just like so you said everything <laughs> that I've always thought the whole time is like when I came in comedy okay I started comedy in like 2012 Super broy, super white, like yeah. bro, bro, yeah. white, white, yeah. bro, yeah. broy, white, broy, white. Yep, that yeah. was comedy, and it was like so hard to even just get like women, yeah, yeah. people of color, and it was especially awkward white. It was like bro, yeah. broy, white, and, and then, awkward and white. It was well that at the Those time were the two hot because things. at the time it was a layover of of nineties, early two thousands comedy, which mm. was which was white man mm. and alt comedy. Mm. And those two things were the only things that were happening. Give me an example of alt. Uh, not funny. <laughs> and too awkward to stand up for themselves. So I thought alt was just mm. not clubby stuff. It, that's what but, it is. That's, that's what alt I, comedy I, means. I, that's what I call awkward because it would be that like, hey, like, is this, it's a joke, it's ironic, kind of. You know like, who was a really good awkward. example of alt comedy? It was Robert X. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he and was, that was he was, and, he was doing something different, right? It's yeah. it's mm-hmm. different, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then club, com- like basically, club comedy was when you were going to be paid an amount of money to stand in front of three hundred people, grab their attention, and put on a show. That's what club do comedy work. Mm-hmm. do work. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. all comedy was like, we're going to sit in this basement and make each other laugh. Mm-hmm. So it, it was mm-hmm. kind of it was the same format of I'm going to stand up and tell jokes, mm-hmm. but it was in two completely different worlds, the different pressures. And then after a good four or five years, those just kind of melded together, mm-hmm. and they basically they, they, it kind of got it's very muddled, and that's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the then, more divert like trying to get so like when that diversity shift started to happen, I would hear so many like white guys like, oh, well now people are just getting picked because they're like a woman or blah 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 whatever. And I'm like like to me I'm like. Comedy is hard for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. It's literally like you just described. I'm like, like straight white man, even hard. Like, like oh, so like I'm seeing this person happen. I've done this amount of time. I've done this. I've made people laugh this X amount consistently, and then people are still getting things that I feel I should get. I'm like, I just want to drive into anyone listening again who's yeah. like, I don't know, newer. Like, it's normal. It sucks. Yeah. It's normal to feel like, what the fuck? Why don't I have that? Yeah. Like all the time. All, all the time, the time. All the, and also really important. If if you're like in your first like one to three years, yeah, have another hobby. Yeah, like and I'm and I'm being extremely serious. And it's not because I don't think that you're gonna make it or something. It's because you need to do something else uh-huh. that you are also satisfied with. Mm-hmm. To one, have any sort of new material that doesn't revolve around going yeah. to open oh, like especially if you're young. If you're yeah. young, yeah. live some life. Like, yeah, like I, when I was twenty, I started comedy when I was twenty-one. I did it for seven years. In those seven years, the only two things that I did were comedy and get blackout drunk at clubs. Yeah, at, at music clubs. Those are the only yeah. things I did. Yeah. Like there was very few life experiences up until the big one. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, that there was not a lot. Go, like, I didn't do anything, and I remember there were other comics like 
you have to go do other things. Yeah. Like, a spe- like I remember mm-hmm. Perlman told me one time, he's like, if you don't have anything to write, like, when I don't have anything to write about, he's like, I go to the zoo. Mm. And I'm like, why the fuck? You don't like the zoo? Mm. And he's like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, mm. But it's like, you have to have another thing that makes your life richer mm. so that you can actually pull joy from it to reflect onto these other people. I feel like. They don't want to see you be sad. Like, it's kind of funny sometimes, but it's way better if you can be happy about something mm-hmm. and then everybody can kind of get on or the Or if you can be happy about being sad. Or if you can be happy that about being sense. sad. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. I try to do that, like, be happy about being sad. And when I started being happy about being sad, that's when I got really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I still wish I hadn't done that first, mm-hmm. like, four or five years of just... Like beating myself up all the mm-hmm. time. Like I just want to do this, and this is the only thing I want to do, and it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you probably go do something else, right? Because there's a stuff. different do some age in comedy. Ch- not Chappelle. Seinfeld talks about that age of comedy where he just like went every night, and he loved it. But that was a different time. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there was eleven comedians. Yeah, yeah, like there like, like, wasn't a thing all like, <laughs> like, like, like we go to show up to an open mic, and there's thirty people. Yeah. And they're like, well, why can't I go up? Yeah. Because you're fucking not as funny as you think yeah. you are. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is what I want to say about, okay, so the one thing, I I think that comedy is definitively exclusive. Yes. Yes. What do you mean by In that? the content, it's exclusive. And, like, the way I illustrate it, and I'm sorry if this sounds, like, insensitive to people, is when you are doing act-outs, you're excluding blind people. So there are, I listened mm-hmm. to a recording mm-hmm. from last night, and there are hits that you can't just get from the audio. Right. I mean, you might assume that it goes with that punchline, but there's a little face or something that I'm making that the audience right. is responding to. They've gotten that tip off. Mm-hmm. And so someone who's visually impaired will have to be tipped off by the laughing of people around them. Oh, this is funny. And then mm-hmm. they'll laugh. Definitively exclusive to them. They might not get all those laughs, mm-hmm. right? So that's an example of how everybody's content, if you're a good comedian, is going to exclude somebody. There's, like, a weird way that we're going about being inclusive in comedy that just isn't... Funny? Yes. Dang! Like, the objective is to be funny... Not to be right. It's not sustainable. Be, like, because along, you can be, you can try to be as inclusive as you can, but like you hit yeah. the nail on the head, you're always going to exclude somebody. Always, because this is me. Look, mine. A very long I'm time not ago. Fucking all. I'm not, I'm not right. universe, nigga. I'm me. I'm not everything, guys. <laughs> okay? A really long time ago, I did a show, uh, and I was very, I was pretty new to comedy, and it was the get offended. Comedy competition. Dude. It, Whoa! It was. It was we were, I was. I think I've done it twice, oh actually. And, I, and the second <laughs> was time, it really called that? Yeah, yeah. It was. And I remember who ran it. It was a piece of shit. Uh, believe it or not. Um, Can't and I was imagine. like, and I was like, yeah, I'll do the show. Um, and uh, I won the get offended comedy competition by telling my regular jokes mm. um, because everybody else that went on stage was trying was just trying to be. Of, like super offensive without being funny and then I won a hundred dollars cash and went to my friend's house and got fucking blackout drunk but that's not the point the point <laughs> is is that I won this competition yeah. not because yeah. I was like the most offensive comedian yeah. I was just the funniest yeah. person yeah. who had a, who had jokes that just walked the line yeah. and then now we're at this point where I, I was at Wankers yeah. a year ago 
I don't know how long ago it was. Oh, they hate it when you call it... When, when, I, I shouldn't say hate, but I think that they're constantly correcting people. Because the what? name Wanker's stuck. I don't even know the new name. I think oh, it's, it's got a new name? I think it's like Comedy Freehouse Comedy. Free comedy. comedy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, fucking... <laughs> I was at Fake Ass British Comedy. And... And this and there was a guy on stage, and he he started talking about rape. I don't remember what it was. It was that was the that was the subject. I don't remember. That what sounds the joke really was. unlikely that that would happen at, ever. At, at, yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's or at any yeah. open mic. But here's, I can't believe it. But and, and, I, and, and it wasn't like I don't I don't really remember what the joke was, and it's actually irrelevant. Because there was this lady standing next to me, and she starts saying, sort of loudly, you shouldn't joke about rape. And then, like, turned and was, like, talking loudly and said, you shouldn't talk about rape. And then there was a pause, and he did the punchline, and it was hilarious. Mm. And then she was like, all right, that was a pretty good joke. <laughs> and, like, that's what we're at this point where we're like, yeah. oh, you can't you can't yeah. do this, you can't do that, where we're yeah. in this, like, call-out, cancel thing. Yeah. And then it's just like, this... Just yeah. To, just give it a minute. Like we're not trying to be we're not trying to be woke. We're trying to be funny. And and calling out is not the revolution. In fact, like the when I most want to be like y'all dumb as shit is when people are missing that the point is to be funny. Right. Like what are you bitching about or doing? What is this nonsense you're doing? Like be I've, funny. I learned that from you. You like would just be like I'm just trying to get funnier. I've I've I'm seen so many people. Uh, try to say a true woke thing yeah. as a joke, yeah. and they just expect like a, a laugh because they said a true thing. Yeah, and I just like, and I just like, I just watch them, and then I watch the color drain out of their yeah. face as they're like, "Oh, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing." Yeah, which you can say a true woke thing and make it funny. Right, it's yeah. just hard because writing jokes. Are it's hard. hard. Yeah. Just like you can talk about an offensive thing like rape and make it funny, but yeah. it's hard but it's because hard. writing jokes is hard. Yeah. Right. Like on both ends of the spectrum, you have to really try. You can't, yeah, you can say something woke about something fucked up and it's not going to get a laugh because, yeah, you're saying something true, but it's serious. Just yeah. like, like yeah. rape is serious. Yeah. Like you and I were talking the other night, and maybe we should take a turn back in this direction because, like, what I was joking about with you was having a nigger show, having a white dude. <laughs> doing nigger jokes show. (laughs) You can't see Logan's face right now. (laughs) I'm sorry for all the blind people that are excluded from these laughs right now. Uh, (laughs) It was a good face, y'all. Thank you. (laughs) But go on. Sorry. I just felt like they needed to know. I'm gonna... I mean, you know what? It was the lips lips together. Like, Mm. they So, scary idea, scary, scary, and it also comes from a place, and I don't know, but it's a fantasy, like, it comes from a place of me being like, I don't want to hear white people or non-black people saying nigga in conversation with me, I don't want it around me, I don't want it, but I understand that it has a place in art, I don't want it in my life off stage. I don't even want people quoting shit back to me that I have said with that in it. But on stage, fucking bring... I want people to impress me. I want better nigga jokes out here. And I want better rape jokes and... You know, oh, I, man, I don't know if I could write jokes. I know, I yeah. think. But that reaction is the appropriate yeah. reaction. And, and it's I, a challenge. And I will say, uh, um, 
there was a time where for whatever reason, yeah, I just really wanted to use the N-word in a joke. Yeah. Because it was probably because I was listening to a lot of hip hop, mm-hmm. so it was just in my brain. Mm-hmm. You had a conflict to work out, right? And I had a thing where I kind of wanted the punchline to have that 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 word that was sort of like that had. Yeah. And it's a thing I can't describe because, yeah. like, when you when you say that to somebody in like a disgusted kind of way, yeah. it means something more yeah. than than. Uh, I, then just the calling them. I want you. We would need like black male coaches, so right? Like, so that's the thing. Is, is I was. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember. I said something about it to Courtney. Yeah. And he was like, "Maybe you should just let us handle that." And I remember. Mm-hmm. Now I have this dichotomy of just. I know he's right, but I want to win this one. Yeah. Like this is a thing that there was a time, and I think it still exists when. There are white guys who want to use the N word in a joke yeah. because if they can do it and it's funny, yeah. it's a it's a huge win. Yeah. If you're if you do that, if you, you if you pull a Louie, yeah, you're a fucking god. And that's so funny because I don't like how Louie did it. I like how Rich. I told you about yeah, how you're Rich telling me about Rich Boss doing it. This was uh, this was like I was still undergrad, so this was like 2001, long ass time ago, in New York. Rich Voss was opening for Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Which is probably... It just sounds like an amazing show. What a bill. <laughs> it sounds incredible, to be yeah. perfectly it, honest. It sounds like it's like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to load this train up with 25 <laughs> We're going to put a bunch of gasoline in it, and then we're going to take the tracks off. <laughs> so this is actually pre-9-11. So, like, this is a world that is still pretty, like, oh, so this black, is March white, 2001. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, Rich Voss's closer had him saying nigga in it. And it was a story about, like, I don't remember the whole joke, but culture reading, reaching his daughter. And he goes and he just, like, asks her a question. And her answer is, something, something, nigga. And it was so... And the child, he paints a really good picture. I, in my memory, picture a child, like five years of age or younger mm. so good and so innocent and like he ended with that but I was telling Rachel I could think of like 15 more minutes of like you can't leave the house with a little white girl who says nigga <laughs> you can't take her out what you gonna do with that child he can't do comedy no more he has to homeschool this child <laughs> <laughs> well Rich Falls takes his kids on tour a lot yeah so <laughs> Maybe that is exactly what it did. He's like, well, yeah, you so, gotta stay close to me. But, so funny. Yeah, no, yeah. I was just saying, it, I, I like, yeah, when you told me that, I still laughed again when you told me because it is, it's so surprise. I think it's like, it's so surprising. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know what I mean? Even yeah. like the visual yeah. that you just said, I'm like, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it coming. Yeah, yeah. And I'm possessive of people getting laughs. And I can hold that conflict and be like, man, that white man got a, got a good laugh off Nego. Buddy earned it. Right. If you remove like the oppression and you're just like, there's this bad way the kid is not the bad it, word the kid is not allowed to say, and they're like, it's a good fucking joke. Yeah, and, and that, it's even worse because of the oppression that she's saying it. So uh, anyway, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I want to hate, but I can't. That what Logan said is because I feel like because I, I know you talked to me about this cat. Like 
there's a, there's so many white male comics that feel that it's yeah. like they want well, to so, so much so i feel like hearing this is so important it's like it's just, like yeah. that god it's like that yeah like white men want to be god like you guys want to oh, okay I mean, well what the fuck that is not what i said holy well, shit said it's like holy god, shit comedy. okay okay sorry okay. rachel sorry okay I, was I understand what you're saying. Generalizations, yeah. but like that whole like yeah, if you do that, you're got because it's like you've yeah. conquered all the things. Right. It's like I did it's, it and I got a laugh. I didn't yeah. offend people. It's like that. And it, Louis does get credit for that bit. Yeah, yeah. That like you can be the king of comedy. Right. You can be the king. And so there. So I yeah. think that's yeah. what I'm assuming. But so, it's it's the same um, concept as to, as a dude wanting to have a threesome with two lesbians. And I remember I learned about this from Brendan uh, Kennedy. He used to have a joke about it, and he used to say that he's like, I'm. Mean, he's like every every. Not I don't know exactly how I'm, but that every straight white dude's dream. Every straight dude's dream is to have a threesome with two lesbians, because it is the ultimate. Like we don't like any dicks except yours. Yeah. Yours is the one, yeah. and it's that oh, same concept okay. of like this isn't a thing. But you're so fucking good that we're going to let it be a thing for one time. That's so funny because some of my... I just stumbled across a scene. It was a white man with two black girls who were supposed to be sisters but also were experimenting with each other. And there's something to that POV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so anyway, I said all that to say that is every joke trying to be the dick between... Two lesbians. Whoa. Nah. Okay. No. That was an interesting. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> trying to. No, be because I I, I think there are plenty of jokes uh, out there that are uh, trying to walk a line, but I also think there are plenty of jokes out there that, that are just, just like missionary. Fun. This is procreation. Yeah. This is I'm gonna yeah. look you in the eye. You're looking me in the eye. Yeah. We're gonna make a baby. It's like when you're hosting. When you're ho- yeah. exactly. That's exactly. It's you very, need missionary this is like jokes. One, two, three. Like this is what Ooh. we're doing. Hi, my name. Da, 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 da. What's your name? What do you do but for I'm work? That sucks. You're an asshole. Da, yeah. da, da, da. Nobody likes you. You got small dick. You know whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know whatever you say to the guys in the front row. Yeah. When you're hosting the children's comedy show. True. It's so interesting because it's like it is like a weird and I'm gonna say it, it is like a weird like entitlement thing that I think it's like, yeah, like I wanna be even though I know two lesbians don't really supposedly don't want anything to do with me, but I wanna be the one. Mm -hmm. And like black people don't want me to say the N word, but I wanna be the one. I wanna be the one. I wanna be the cool white guy. Yeah. But like you could still be the cool white guy that actually being yourself. I almost feel like you could be the cool white guy or the cool straight guy and you maybe you'll get the two lesbians if you're just cool and you don't try. Because one sexuality is on a continuum anyway and that's a whole other thing. But I mean the, 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 I'm I'm so glad you said that because my other huge hatred in life is yeah. is men's rights activists. Well, sure. Mm. Um, and that kind of idea of um, of being friendly with two lesbians because maybe one day down the line you'll get to have sex with both of them yeah. is such like a thing that they like you're a fucking cuck. But that's it's not shit. having the expectation, right? It's and that's literally the, and just that's, being cool. It's so just being have, cool. Yeah. But it's just being cool, and then but and then there's you walk that line between I I I wouldn't say no. I think sure. about it sometimes. It's cool, but if it never happens, I'm not going to write them a note, right? About it. It's called respecting people's yeah, boundaries. It's just, like, it's you know, and 
And it, oh man, it brings it all, all like it, it just gets into like the, the the friend zone idea and just like yeah. this uh, this ooh and yeah. and 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 like you but you 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 want to be cool with everybody yeah and, but you also want to be the best. Yeah, I understand friend zone, but the thing I'm hearing is that like if you're hanging out with two lesbians, thinking about the possibility of fucking them, then what you need to do is like accept the fact. That you want to fuck these women. And stop fronting like you want to be their friend. Stop lying mm-hmm. to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about fucking them. You want to fuck them. It's a so, desire that you hide from yourself. Because you're like, I'm not allowed to have this desire. So I'm just not going to wave my dick around in front of them. But I'm going to hope that maybe someday I can fuck them. And feign interest in these other... Th- like. Well, could you, could you also... Could you do both? I think you could do both if you really feel that... If all you want to do is fuck them, then you should just, you know, yeah. live your life yeah. and don't waste their time. Because then you're like, it's that. That's I think that's where like, that I incel think we thing have comes to be from. Able to hang out. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you oh, have no, to. No, no, no. You have to be chill with people that you want to fuck. That's all the, the time. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Even like, that's it, the thing. like because you want to fuck way more people than that you will ever admit. Is so true, and there are so many ways to say it. You have to be chill with people <laughs> yeah. that you want to fuck. So true. This is huge. And by the way. Uh, Everybody has this challenge. There are, like, you know, I have fuckable friends. Like, you have to be able to hang out with fuckable people. I don't really. And not fuck out. them. Yeah, I don't hang out with people that I don't think are that fuckable. Are and fuckable. it's not intentional. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it, it, well, part, and also, I think part of that is to go back to our tribe behavior. Yeah. Like, I want a group of hot people around me so, so yeah. that other groups of hot people will be like, yeah. he's in a group of hot yeah. people. Yeah. That's I mean, a, these are some that's a fuckable man over there with all his fuckable friends. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe us group of, of lesbians are going to go have sex with all those straight white boys. <laughs> Um, this could be the night. This is the night. This is the this is the night I said the word. Oh my god! During the orgy with all lesbians now. <laughs> Horrible. But yeah, I think that um, I don't know. Now I got lost. This conversation has so many. There's, there's so many things. There's so many things shit. with the comedy and the friends yes. and, and the and the yeah. Not being me. honest with yourself, fake ass inclusion shit. Well, because that is a wow. The friend zone is kind of like fake ass inclusion because mm-hmm. it's like you're pre- like. Mm-hmm. Well, so the, the, I think the idea is of of what a guy says when he's stuck in the friend zone is that like is that like there's a way out of this. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like that's not how that is. Like mm-hmm. if you're in the fr- if you're in the friend zone, mm-hmm. it means that you're friends mm-hmm. and you're not gonna fuck. Mm-hmm. And there is really no way out of that. And it's just you're just gonna have like to it. be their friend. Yeah. And you can get out of it. Yeah. But the way you get out of it is to just not be their friend anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And that's hard for a lot of people that are between the ages of like 16 and 22. Yeah. Because they just hang out with the same eight people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's where that whole idea comes from. Yeah. But once you get to be an adult, you're like, I'm not, look, I, yeah. Ding, ding, I'm gonna ding. text you yeah. like sometimes be like hey yeah. how's it going like I know you got this problem I heard about it on Facebook blah, blah, blah. like you maybe do this yeah and that's like oh that is a way to maybe breadcrumb your way out of the friend zone but you should be just very focused on just being like chill yeah <laughs> just just yeah. like it, it, it just <clears throat> well I think being a friend is literally like okay I care about this person and it would be cool to fuck them but even if they never want to fuck them I still actually care right so I'll be there yeah like right. to me that's literally just being a friend right that 
you know, yeah. and just accepting whatever they decide. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, that's my friend. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, sometimes friends fuck each other. That right. happens too. So, you, you know, really what happens is it's not about the friend zone. It's just that you're probably unfuckable. Yeah. And you really <laughs> just have to watch your face and, like, put some pants on that fit. This brings me back that, to what you yeah, were saying. Those are, like, little gems. Yeah. yeah. Wash your face and put pants yeah. on that and you're not fuckable. The, like, because that's what's going Because you're nervous and you breathe heavy and it's weird. Yeah. Comedy tells you that, too. So that's what mm. I was thinking when you were talking about the clubs. Yeah, and I've been this way about comedians and thanks people for being a good sport about it. Like, some people, you just see it. And you see the only reason I know this person is because they're new. Once they're experienced, they're going to be far away from here. Like, you can see that. Sometimes, I see, I feel like sometimes what the clubs are telling us is, oh, you're the type that needs to grow on people. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. maybe most of us don't have instant appeal. That's, we are deserving, yeah. but we need to learn to grow on people, to you be need to, familiar, that's the hardest to thing. get into their brains, because that's what we're fucking with. Fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> I do not have time to get a room full of strangers to like me when I barely like me. Like, I that's what it came down to, was that I was tired of getting strangers to, to 300, a room full of 300 strangers to like me when I had to go the whole day with, with me, who, like, I we hear. walk a line. <laughs> Can we segue into this thing that I, this email that I got yes. this week? Yes. I think, yeah, yeah yes. I want to hear yes. your insight. So, so one, God, nail on the head, cat, nail on the head, Logan, because you said, you know, most of us don't know how to get a room full of strangers to like us yeah. because, they, like, every new comedian is like, oh, but I kill in these rooms, yeah. but then I go in this room and that crowd just doesn't like me. Guess what? You have to get all the crowds to like you. Yeah. You have to get the fucking old-ass, tired-ass, conservative-ass people like you. You have to get the new, liberal, woke-ass people like you. You need to appeal to everybody. You know what? That joke you told five years ago isn't working anymore, not getting a lot less. Fix it or get rid of it. Yeah. I've had to get rid of... They call it killing your darlings, killing your babies. Get rid of them. People don't think it's funny anymore. You look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Stop telling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then you said... Sorry. And then you said... I'm, I'm half-talking to myself, too. Like, um, I'm literally talk, including myself. Y'all need this. to understand Ra- Rachel's gestures right now. I they are, swear it's the it's most church. animated she's been for the yeah. past hour. <laughs> she put her hair up to move her hands better. Yeah. I did like the jersey bun, like that part. <laughs> anyway, um, and then Logan said the thing about I have to make these people like me when I don't even like myself most of the time, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, a lot of the. And you said like you mentioned the thing earlier about joking about being sad. Like people don't want to hear that, right? Most of my jokes are about myself and the shit I go through, and I need to make something like a lot of my jokes are making something very dark and fucked up for me. But I'm working through it, and I need to make it funny for the audience. Because it's like, if I'm going to take them down that road, it's my responsibility to make sure that they laugh and they're okay at the end of it, even though it's my shit. So that takes an incredible amount of work, reworking, rewriting, etc. So, um, I got a message from someone on Twitter, like, earlier this week, when I say Monday. And it was like, hi, like, I got this, um, she's like, I'm working on this project with a filmmaker a noble project right yeah, yeah that it's about, yeah, hold on, hold on. no they didn't say oh, okay. yeah. that's my <laughs> but that's the description is like this yeah. is a noble you project know what? i feel that's like i should, should read it because yes, it's so yes, please. like it really yes because i'm just going to be inserting judgment <laughs> yeah. 
because I but feel it's like, like, hi, I'm working on this wonderful noble. I feel like like your inserted judgments would be what was going on in my brain. <laughs> so I get like, hey Rachel, I'm working on a project with filmmaker blah 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 in which we interview comedians about therapy, addiction and or mental health with mm. the aim of normalizing and removing shame from these experiences. Mm-hmm. We're concentrating on comedians because they are particularly good at articulating experiences. You're fucking right. <laughs> Please let me know if you'd be interested in learning more about the project. It would be great to get to interview you. I said, because I have more questions Uh about this proposal. Uh Uh Uh, Hi, so-and-so. It does sound like something I'd probably be interested in. Can you send more info to my email address? Thanks so much for reaching out. She says, sure thing. Then, dear Rachel, it's great to hear from you, and I'm happy to tell you more about the project. Many people I'm close to have struggled with addiction and mental illness, and a friend of mine lost their brother to suicide a few years ago. It feels important and urgent to destigmatize mental illness, addiction, therapy, and even the act of sharing your story. This project hopes to do just that destigmatize experiences that are traditionally associated with shame. Crucially, comedians are fantastic at articulating experiences and sharing them openly with an audience. We're planning to interview a series of comedians about their particular experience with mental illness, blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, we're hoping to secure funding, either from a grant or crowdfunding, to hire a web designer to create a website on which the videos can live. Each comedian will have a page with clips of their comedy, if approved by you, and videos from the interview. Please let me know if you would be interested in the project, blah, 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 blah. So... Made sure they got all that noble stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It's urgent. Destigmatize the destigmatize. That's a good one. That. Yeah, that's a buzzword. And maybe being marginalized by being unpaid is an improvement from being stigmatized. I'm not sure. Is it an improvement? Because you're approaching people that you know are in recovery from mental illness or still actively dealing with. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm in therapy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should be in therapy, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. expensive, and I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. It's far. <laughs> Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts about this, especially uh, the part where uh, they're going to hire a web designer to put up... That bitch taking that money. Yeah. That was what I thought this time when you <laughs> yeah. read it out loud. I Man, like, like dude, some... you can go to, like, Wix.com, Squarespace.com, yeah. and, like, make a website in, yeah. like, a half hour. Yeah. Like, you do not need to hire a web designer for your little passion project like yeah. that. And you don't need to hire a web designer for your little passion project like that and then get people to tell you their deep, dark secrets yeah. and then not give them money yeah. and then put them on... Like, yeah. what What the fuck is that? Yeah. Hey, do you want to destigmatize yeah. mental illness? Go to a fucking comedy yeah. show. Pay a bunch of money to yeah. go to a comedy show and be like, damn, that dude's right. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's... Mm. Yeah. Like, and then, then you write him a letter like, hey, thank you for turning yeah. your shitty experience into something. Go, I had a great time on the show. Oh. If you want to destigmatize mental illness, you should start with the people that are right around you. Come to me. Yeah, like, don't... Don't try to make this whole big thing about, like, self-empowerment and, and, you know, that you're not even a part of. Yeah. Like, don't... Like, all she wants is she wants to put your picture on a flag and then fly that flag on her little um, ship. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then go, oh, man, look. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. She's flying the flag of the champions or whatever. What stuck out to me is, like... You're reaching, you're talking about destigmatizing mental illness because it's so urgent because so many people are suffering from it, and you're reaching out to people who suffer from mm-hmm. forms of mental illness. Mm-hmm. 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 
and saying how great we are at articulating it Mm -hmm. without understanding, wow, how hard Mm -hmm. must that be Mm -hmm. to deal with those things Mm -hmm. and then find a way to tell a room full of strangers that you're sad Mm -hmm. and make them relate to you and laugh at you. And then in the same email, talk about you're going to pay somebody else for something Mm -hmm. in your project, but not Mm -hmm. this thing that you're asking us for. Mm-hmm. You know, that web designer probably has a bunch of shit going on in his brain, too. Mm-hmm. So you might want to interview him, too. Get <laughs> more bang for your buck. More, more, yeah, I mean, if you're, I mean, if they're doing it for free, like, it's not like you're going to have to spend any more money to interview him. Because here's the thing, it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, just because we're not talking about it on stage doesn't mean that, like, we aren't experiencing it. This thing, this repeating, comedians are good at it. Like, y'all might have heard that something I'm having little patience for is people assuming that comedians are dumb off stage. Mm. And what I hear from her is this sort of like, it's almost like a paternalistic communication. I'm contacting you because you're good. You are good at this thing. And I'm going to let you do this thing that you're good at for free. I'm going to show everybody how good you are at it. And it doesn't like... I acknowledge the thought. It's like, it's like, okay, so all comedians are good at expressing this stuff. Also, all doctors have gone to medical school, but you can like acknowledge that there's like expense and effort put into that. And I think it's like a similar skill set. Don't ask me about the anatomy right now, but I think there's like work that is not being valued. I I think you're absolutely right, except that. Not, not that. In in addition to that, is the uh, the reason that people are just like, oh, you just like go stand on stage, and, like mm-hmm. that don't cost nothing, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the, you, this guy went mm-hmm. through twelve years of medical school mm-hmm. and one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of you know mm-hmm. uh, admission fees to get to become a, a surgeon, mm-hmm. and uh, this is you just you just you just do your thing, like this is just you're just standing yeah. there. This is free. This doesn't cost you anything. And what you there's said, no time involved in this. This is the thing you like. You love yeah, this thing, right? It's right. Like, well, I mean, yeah, well, but the guy he also loved medical school. Yeah, he like, loves yeah. his job. Yeah, what the fuck. Hopefully, if he's probably not. Also, she's the person sending this message is talking about what the work is, and you have described what the work is, and you said that what the return is not good enough for that work. Like, the work doesn't end in that five minutes on stage. And I found myself saying to an open mic comic who was comparing himself with younger people, I was like, you need to hate yourself. You're comparing yourself to people because you don't like yourself right now. Like, you're holding yourself up that way. You need to go hate yourself. That's the work. That's going to accelerate your joke writing. It's to go completely full circle back to the beginning. It's just like, that's why I don't do stand-up anymore. It's because... I'm going to go out for two and a half hours, and that's work. Yeah, and it's and it doesn't seem like work. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, but when you're done, yeah. it feels like you worked. Yeah, because when mm-hmm. you're out, all you're really doing is you're going to a place, you're at a place, you're watching other comedians, yeah. you're going to talk to your friends. Yeah, you're going to have a couple cool conversations. You're going to go home. Yeah, but if you don't do that, yeah, you didn't work that day. And that is just showing up for work. Right, and that's just mm-hmm. being that's there. just around the water cooler. Right. Because you, I, the unseen part of the process is after the set, facing myself. For yeah. me, yeah, listening that's to the recording, yeah, making a note. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's great when we got to do our weekend show on like what the what's the name of that coffee place called? Herman's. Herman's. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say, but I'm like, that's a silly name for a coffee place. <laughs> This shit is not called Hermit's. <laughs> um, and then, like, so after a show like that, you're like, 
Everybody did good. We did a great job today. We're going to drink a couple beers. We're going to be real happy. And then we're going to go home. Yeah. But on a Tuesday, you're like, I tried these three <laughs> new jokes. None of them landed. Yeah. I'm going to drink all these beers and yeah. then go to fucking regular work tomorrow yeah. that I hate. Yeah. And I'm trying to get out of yeah. with this two and a half hours of of work. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not going to regular work, which you hate, even if you're in some sort of position where you're not waking up the next morning to go to something... Then what are you thinking? <laughs> like how much you fucking suck. And then you gotta wait all the way to go try again. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you use some of that time to write. Hopefully you step out of self-loathing to write something. <laughs> and and then that just uh, never goes away. Yeah. That it's just, constant. And but yeah. and so and and you know, you'll hear a lot of people tell you like, Oh well, you need that, you need that fire, you need that's that's that'll fuel like the change and like that's what'll make you hard and mm-hmm. you know that's you know you have to do a lot of shitty rooms so that you can be really strong in the good rooms and, yeah. and things like that and uh, conversations like that are what led me to be like no fuck you I'm not this isn't this this is like this isn't a noble pursuit this is just me wanting people to wanting strangers to like me and then get paid for it this isn't like I'm not solving c- cancer like I'm, I'm not doing a thing that really requires this much uh, painstaking emotional effort. Well, either it's well, it does, but it's either worth it or it's not. It's either worth yeah. it or it's not. Because yeah, it is, I think it yeah. is a painstaking effort when you are spending the hours and it's like, God, those jokes didn't even land. And what am I doing? And you're like, because you even just said it, you're like, this is all I want from it, but this isn't what it should be. So I think either you want it or you don't. Right. And mm-hmm. I think too many people are just sitting in this like. I want it, but we all and we all complain. I well, we all I want complain. it. We all want it, but do we want to work it? But you got to keep. You got to work for e- comedy yeah. takes forever. Right, yeah. it takes forever. Yeah. And the other thing is, is, is every almost every time I see you now, you're like, hey, you gonna do stand up? You doing comedy now? Yo, I and, just don't and, know. I'm and be, sorry. But, and it, I'm but sorry. here's the thing: is like, I remember I met uh, when I first met a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked him. I asked him. I asked him about. It was when I remember it was when he, he turned thirty. Mm-hmm. And I said, how do you feel? And he said, when I turned 30, I felt like the biggest, strongest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Because most people, when they turn 30, they like, oh, my knees hurt. Mm-hmm. But what he said, he wanted to turn 30. Like, when he turned 30, he's like, I feel like a person. I feel like mm-hmm. I am solidified. I am a strong, confident person. I'm strong, and I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And I remember wanting to be that. Mm-hmm. And I have not forgotten the point of the story. <laughs> right. And he... Uh, and I remember we were talking about something, and he said, there is no shame in not doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame in not doing comedy and then coming back to comedy. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to go through phases mm-hmm. of how much you like it. Mm-hmm. And especially because this doesn't pay. Mm-hmm. So there will be times where you're just not doing it. Mm-hmm. Because there are other things. Jessa Reed. Stop doing comedy for a while just to manage another comedian mm-hmm. to take care of mm-hmm. her babies, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I th- I'm pretty sure she told me that. She was on your podcast when you saw the podcast, right? I don't know, man. Uh, oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, that, and it was a great episode. Too bad it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> That's the worst thing about being an artist. Dude, like, I, I can't imagine how, like, uh, the, the amount of work that I can delete Mm. with one button mm. is it's too much for someone who is, impu- is impulsive and has depression. You have a red button. I have a red button. Shit. Mm. Like, when I'm just like, nope, all of this is trash. I mean, I still have all the episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't throw them away. I think you just talked a lot about, like, the, the internet drama. Like, you were just, like, mm. just impulsive depression deleting. Like, people... <laughs> yeah. Things. Like, that just said so much. Yeah. 
You helped me recognize something, though, which is, like, I do feel like... Because you're like, we're not solving anything. There were a bunch of things you described that made me feel like, oh, shit. Like, doing comedy is kind of like... Y'all know I like to watch these thugs, these drug kingpins and stuff. And it's like being a psychic gangsta, like a gangsta for the psyche. And there's a yes. way that you are yes. like launching attacks on people's psyches. You're like chipping yeah. away, and it's not always fucking polite. I'm not going to refine right. it for you because it's most effective if I do it like this. And sometimes you can't be in the game. Right. Sometimes you got to get out of the game. But it's it's it. But there is a subculture way that we have to function and communicate. Yeah. Like I don't think people who don't who say things like that just like we want to interview comedians about mental health. Um, and then we're gonna put it on. Like, if they had said, like, if they hadn't mentioned that web designer part, it would have been a different email. Yeah. But as soon as they were like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we, like, we need to crowdsource money yeah. to pay a web designer? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Do, do you don't listen? What, do you get how condescending that like, message you, 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 I read it like three times. You can just, just clip, sure you like, can just make, <laughs> yeah. You can make a Facebook page and a yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you would fucking yeah. need. And you can yeah. just, just constantly, constantly recycle that shit. My Actually, that would be better. That yeah. would be better than a fucking website. Because yeah. you only go to four websites anymore. You go yeah. to Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, yeah. and Pornhub. Yeah. That's, those are the only Why four websites. Why are you giving them someplace yeah. else to go? Nobody, like, nobody's going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, th- mm-hmm. This little project is not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. because you're not... This is a Coke dream. <laughs> this is you stayed up <laughs> doing Coke and you. wrote a business plan. And the you. business plan was, we're going to do it. They're going to use all them funds to buy Big Rock. <laughs> and then of course I get offended because what makes me annoyed is like how did you she didn't even say how she found me mm-hmm. did you see mm-hmm. me perform did you just stalk my twitter and then you obviously didn't listen to the league podcast or you would know not to send me that whack ass email <laughs> it's like Michelle Wolf said do your research do your research like, you didn't like why did you not fucking and the other thing is like we talk about I think we've talked about like getting paid before when people like commodify you yeah. like for diversity purposes mm. like oh we bought women or what yeah. black people it's like this is weird because it's like this is not a comedy thing but you want com- you're like exoticizing yes. comedians saying, yeah. okay. and so you don't want to pay said, for it because I was like this is that old bullshit except it's not black white queer tra- it's it's the marginalization comedians. is comedians yeah. which yeah. is weird yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's it's like you said they yeah. think we're dumb. Yeah. I'm like, you think I'm just out here like, ha ha, I deal with anxiety and attachment issues from my childhood. These like, skills, what the fuck, you man? You go from being a comedian to being a fortune teller. Like, it's difficult to describe <laughs> the skills that you gather because niggas don't know you watching them too. Like the skills mm. you get, yeah. like that's part of what's tough about helium. It's harder to profile a room you can't see, but you can <laughs> feel them. Yeah, you can. Feel you got to just feedback. if, if you're if, it, if, yeah. if, helium, if you're helium and it's full, you can only see the front row. Yeah, but you can assume that whoever's in the front row represents it represents everything that's behind them. Yeah, and yeah. then if you just and after that, if you can. If you can see that you, I've got this guy, and I've got this guy, you're gonna have the rest of the room, yeah, which is fine. Yeah. And especially because, if, especially if you have this guy and this guy, if they're on your side, yeah. suddenly they become like they're the, the ambassadors, they're the ambassadors for the rest of the room, yeah. and it's just like that's what they're like, oh my god, he's got our guy, he's got our guy. Room, it was weird. He's got our guy. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Look at Joe, who I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he's our guy. Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, we're included. Hear that? 
hear that people who think comedians happen to be good at talking <laughs> about mental health. There are actual skill sets here that can't be documented because oh. you just have to go out and fucking do it. I, you learn how to work a motherfucking room I, without seeing it. You could make so much money on some Tony Robbins shit. Yeah. Dude, I tried. <laughs> LoganDoesComedy.com. Do we all remember this? I tried. I gave it a. No, I gave it a real shot. Me. That's how. Like, I, it, I think that's when. Yeah, that's that's kind of right. And that's the that was the delete button. I don't have mm-hmm. any of those blog posts mm-hmm. anymore, and mm-hmm. I should have kept them mm-hmm. because some of them were fucking great. Uh, yeah, but you need yeah. to start. But I have it all in my head. But yeah. it's very hard to you know. Um, but uh, I also want to point out, uh, comedians aren't good at stuff. <laughs> like we also suck. <laughs> Like, the amount of times that I've tried to tell a joke about killing myself, and it was at the wrong fucking venue to do that, <laughs> it's a lot. But this is the learning to read the room. Is that, like, that's, like, like when you're doing comedy, it's like, you're gonna tell the joke about killing yourself, like, maybe. Yeah. Don't do it and start playing, or until it's good yet. Until don't it's open perfect. with it. Yeah, don't open yet. <laughs> Dude, Definitely I don't open. I did that. I, I opened with a school shooting joke. Oh, ah! They wasn't ready. For I did a burlesque show. I did a burlesque show, and I opened with uh, the psych ward story. But I was retuning in at the time, so it started with suicide. Ah! And it was uh, it was like pretty ladies, pretty ladies, pretty ladies. You ever want to kill yourself? And I like the whole room was just like, hey. and but after the show, this guy rolled up to me in his wheelchair. And he, like, so he was like, hey, man. I was like, what? He's like, hey. He's like, that was rough, but I fucking loved your set. And I was like, yo, you get it because you sad. <laughs> and, like, I couldn't say that to his face. Like, I couldn't be like, you're in a wheelchair. That sucks. But no. I know you think about it. In the TV movie, he would be like, hey, man, guess why I'm in this chair? Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say attempted. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. Yours is realer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I like comedy. That got the laugh. Yeah, that got the laugh. Yeah. We're good at articulating stuff if if we're on, you know? And if we're going to be on, we have to be excited about it. Mm-hmm. And for us to be excited about it, there needs to be at least 40 people there mm-hmm. uh, with 10% empty chairs. <laughs> like, because that's... If there's 40 people there and 80% empty chairs, then we're not excited. Mm-hmm. And we need, like, you know, an envelope with our name on it with, like, 40 bucks in it. Yeah, how about and a envelope? coupon. I don't mm-hmm. care. So whatever. A coupon, mm-hmm. some CVS Popeyes. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, bucks. you know, it, and, and uh, there is this thing where I think a couple weeks ago somebody wanted you to do... Uh, comedy at a birthday party for like a four year old or something? No, somebody didn't want me to do that. I was I was talking about like a, a open call kind of thing in a Facebook group. Right, nobody right. Nobody wanted me to do that. Right, right. Yeah, and it's just like you're th- like this event. If there's one thing it doesn't need, it's a comedian. It's a comedian. Like yeah. this is like imagine like there's just so many times where people. I, I, I used to have a gig salad and people would hit me up and they're like, well, we're having our parents' 50th anniversary and we want to have a comedian come in. And I'm like, why? Like, you're going to have this guy come up and tell jokes? Like, you you like you would want something that is intrinsic. No, I don't know if this is right. Or, to the rest of the room. Like, you would want, like, if yeah. it was, like, your cousin was going to do stand-up and he was going to do a bunch of jokes about the family, that's one thing. But you can't just bring some guy in here and, like, try to do crowd work with a 50-year-old married couple and his family. Because 
Right. I can have a family open mic. I will host your family open mic. I Fuck, can, that's a way better idea. That's a great idea. That's, that's fucking hilarious. hilarious. What I'm thinking is maybe we need to negotiate with this pe- these people. Let's say there was a four-year-old birthday party, then maybe we can come back with, it sounds like you need entertainment for the grown-up. Right. It's, it's <laughs> like, right. I can do some shit in the lounge. For the grown-ups to make them <laughs> glad they came to a party at your house. Yo, I just I love I love the idea of being hired to just be like a really great party guest. Like, Not be just so showing guy. up and just being like this yeah. this affable yeah. with like, a lot of great stories yeah. and just like get everybody talking. Yeah. And I feel like I'd be really good at yeah. that actually. We That'd be really that fun. is that now. is a we job. I think like you can be like a human. You can get paid to be like a friend, mm-hmm. like to go to events with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because yeah. that's what you need. You want people to feel like they're gonna have interesting. They're gonna have interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what they're looking for. But they just don't know that what they don't because. Comedians also, like, we need, like, a stage, like, a PA, yeah, and, like, an intro, <laughs> right. and, like, a backdrop, and, like, some stuff. Like, we need some stuff. We can't just... People don't get that. I've done so much comedy, like, at 2 in the morning in somebody's backyard around a fire pit. Like, <laughs> I would know, like, it doesn't work this way. Like, yeah. it has to be comedy time. You try yeah. to tell people. I, I feel like the only messages I ever get on Gig Salad are, like, that it's, like, time needed, four hours. And yeah. It's, like... And I'll be like, hey, when do you actually need the comedy part to be? Because I don't think you want me to be telling jokes for four hours. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't want to tell jokes for Mm -hmm. four hours. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you actually want? And then people, like, they don't know. That's the thing. People don't know what they actually want. It's it's not acting. It's not being in a Mickey Mouse costume. It's not playing a role that that you can do rote A. I will wear a fucking... I would love to be gritty at a party. If somebody could get me a knockoff gritty costume, I, I would I think you dance. could probably get one. You could probably get a real one. Holy shit. I mean, we could just I go find gritty. That shit, though, He's probably you? out back. <laughs> probably drunk and took his costume off. Yeah. I wonder how often that happens. He's at, he's at Broad and Slender, just like laying in the in the stairwell to the subway. What if gritty looks the same under the costume? Oh he takes God. his coat off and it's just... I'm not, Another gritty? A smaller version of Gritty. <laughs> oh, man. That's satisfying. Y'all, this is some deep shit, man. What was it, man? Yeah, man. And it's Tuesday. And it's Dirty Broads. Okay, I got it. Oh, yeah, we're on the same show this week. <laughs> yep. We're on, um, West on Philly, Milk Boy. Tuesday, Catch Me and Cat doing that show. Yeah, so, okay, so Dirty Broads tonight at Dirty Franks. Uh, yes, we're on the same show. And Snappy Pun on Saturday. I'm headlining. A pop-up comedy. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm so sad that I have to miss it. I like busy friends. I know, but I was so pissed. I got so excited. I mean, I'm like, I get, so I'm going to be hosting at Punchline Thursday through Saturday. Oh, is that all? Yeah, but it's like, I know, but I was like so sad that I isn't going to, I you. isn't. I, I love I'm you is. Like, you is and poet. <laughs> 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 My brain doesn't do words all the time. Um, nice. So, yeah, so that's this, and I guess, like, let, yeah. uh, Logan, do you want to promote anything? Oh, just my Twitter, at Logan Does Life. I, I, I would very like it much if you would follow me on Twitter, and then we can make jokes together. That's awesome. Aww. Don't add me on Facebook. I don't want any more friends. I got, <laughs> I got enough Facebook friends, man. I don't. Dude, I had people coming out of, like, the woodwork, like, sending me friend requests, like, you have 89 mutual friends, and they're all comedians. And it's like, there was a time mm-hmm. where I was like, bang, friends, yeah, yeah connection, networking. Mm-hmm. Put me on your show in mm-hmm. Boston, you know. No, dude, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. I'm not. Yeah. Like I, I don't. Don't friend request slogan. Nope, don't, don't do, do it. it. 